0: Welcome to the Grandstand Golf Podcast. This is the weekend golf update for the 2021 Valspar Championship. I am your host, Adam Baptie, And as always, I'm joined by my brothers, Craig. Hey. <laughs> and Kevin. Hey. <laughs> Ooh, that was a little bit longer. Might be better. I don't know. What's going on, bros? Uh, guys, oh sometimes when we got some reviews coming in, we like to kick it off with a couple of reviews for the podcast. We've got a couple, couple this week. Ah, uh, first one. The title is excellent banter and stats. I love how the their stat model to help them make quality picks and take strong stances for or against players in a given week. That's from Timmy. Whether whether or not
1: those strong stances are right, you don't know. But but I think that just
0: might be the fact that we're opinionated in general. Yeah,
1: yeah. especially when we disagree on a player.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. The second one is titled great work. You can tell these guys put in a lot of time and research to find nice DraftKings plays. That's some K grow one, 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 one. Uh, thank you for the reviews. If it's your first time listening or you're a long time listener, first time caller, hit that five star, hit that thumbs up, leave some reviews. Uh, if you're on YouTube, hit that thumbs up, leave some comments. We always appreciate it. We appreciate the followers and listeners every week. So thank you guys for joining us again. Having said that, Greg, do you want to give a little recap of the Valspar?
1: Yeah, well, you know, 24-year-old Louisiana native Sam Burns gets it done. A big, I would say, breakthrough win. It's going to take him up to his highest ranking ever uh, on the official World Golf rankings. Uh, So this is, I I think, long overdue. Uh, You know, it's been well talked about that that Burns had been, this is the third tournament this year that he had been um, 54-hole leader at. uh, The Houston Open the Genesis, uh, which Max Homa came from behind to win. So, so this uh, you know today Sunday he had Max Homa one back going into Sunday. It was a little scary, but um, no, you know he he did what he had to do. Uh, Obviously, Keegan Bradley was right there with him until the thirteenth hole, and then things went sideways for him. But uh, you know this is one I think that Adam you have been talking about a lot that this is due. uh, I I was looking into Sam Burns's like history. He was a stud. Like as as a junior golfer, he was a stud. As a college player, he was a stud uh, I think it's it's just been a matter of time till he's taking this next step and it seems like it seems like he's been around almost longer than he has once I looked into it right like he only turned pro in 2017 and then he had an injury so it's not like it's just he he's flashed up leaderboards essentially ever since he turned pro yeah. um, but but the one thing so so that he's got three seasons where he has enough rounds uh, to be in the strokes gain categories for the okay. season-long rankings he has one stat that he's top thirty in, each of those three years. Do you guys want to guess what that this is? This is a
0: pop quiz. Okay, yeah, I'll this go is first. Pop I think quiz. it's uh, strokes gained off the tee. Kevin,
2: that's what I would say, but I think you're tricking us. So I'm going to say strokes gained approach to green. It is strokes gained putting.
0: Oh.
1: Which really huh. surprised, like, I mean, he he is, he seems like a good putter, but Perfect. I never would have thought that consistently, you know, that would bear out in the stats over that long of a period of time, uh, which makes a lot of sense. That's why he's always flashing up leaderboards yeah. like this.
2: It doesn't really, it's not what you think of, though, when you think of Sam Burns. Yeah,
1: he's, I think a, sort of like a bomber.
2: Yeah, me too.
0: Well, he's also one of these guys, even with his success early in tournaments, with how golf broadcast is, he's not a regular in feature groups or, you know, he... It isn't until he's in contention that we see him. And then lately when he's been in contention, he's been missing putts because he's been falling back, you know? So uh, you get like a really small sample size of what you see. You don't see all the putts he made to get into contention. Yeah, Yeah, usually Are you saying he
2: doesn't have a very high pip score?
0: (laughs) I don't know. Uh, There's some guys that moved up the pip. It might be going up now. Might be going up now. Uh, but yeah, he's only 24, right? So we kind of get spoiled with these guys that come onto the tour and have immediate success, especially with kind of this new crop of players. But yeah, he's a great young talent.
1: Yep, so his highest uh, ranking had been 78 He's currently ranked 94th. They don't have the updated uh, numbers for us. So he, he's definitely going to jump above that. He'll be moving up to his highest level. He actually hasn't played um, in that many majors. He only has three major starts. Uh, hmm. He hasn't doesn't have a major start since 2019 PGA Championship. Uh, so, you know, this this one is
0: going to unlock some doors for him as well. And he, I mean, he kind of, to me, has that profile as a guy that would pop on those kind of leaderboards. It's, it is kind of that... You know maybe the longer harder the hitter. course is, I think the better he's going to play. yeah, longer yeah. course, hard, tougher setup, good putter. um that seems to be a great formula to kind of get some top tens in majors
2: I mean, there are a lot of similarities yeah well, between, I mean like, um, like you said, between this and like the Genesis. very difficult uh, very sure. difficult setups, hard, firm, fast that's typically how they set up majors too, right so um there are courses
0: he's played well on. Yeah, I completely agree. I feel like Craig is stunned. now. I don't know if we lost him or something. Craig? Uh, no, I've lost you, Adam. Uh, so I
1: don't know what's going on here. But um, I, 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 I'm assuming Kevin was saying that uh, he's playing well on hard courses. I got you back now, Adam. We're all good. Double thumbs up. <laughs> uh, played hard, hard courses, Riv. I think Houston Open also. That's a hard course they're playing there. Uh, so I do think he, he is going to be a player we see uh, continuing in majors for sure.
0: So, I mean, okay, down the stretch, it was, it's kind of anticlimactic. As soon as Keegan put that one in the water on that part three, um, I mean, it, I mean, I guess there was three entering the day, right? There's a kind of that three pack, Sam Burns, Keegan Bradley, Max Homa, but kind of on the back nine, it was, it was down to the two in the final group with Keegan Bradley and Sam Burns. What do you guys think of Keegan Bradley this week? Did he choke? What, first thoughts, Kevin, what do you think? Uh, I don't really think he choked. I mean,
2: like, let me put it this way. Did either of you guys think that Keegan Bradley was going to
0: win? Actually, yeah, he was my pick on her after oh. <laughs> round three. Oh. I, I well, think he had a really that. good
1: shot. I mean, he's he's an awesome ball striker. He ha- He's a hot and cold putter. Uh, I I would say he didn't choke, though, because I, essentially it wasn't a good shot. But he, he tried to take the, you know, Burns had hit it. Into, you know, not a great position on the green, but a, a green regulation. Uh, and he tried to take on the pin and he kind of just fanned it, it looked like. And it came up short and unfortunately came up short in a place you can't come up short and right. And, uh, you know, it was a couple feet from carrying, but it didn't. And yeah. uh, essentially that was the tournament.
2: Yeah, I I don't think he choked because to be honest, I didn't really. I thought it was kind of Burns. Burns was, in, Burns was in the driver's seat having been there so many times this year, like you just talked about Craig, like it, you learn things from those opportunities. And I think Burns, the way he got out of the gates today, he kind of took control early. Um, Keegan did battle back kind of mid round there to pull even, but I still felt a, like Burns was the guy to beat at that point. So I think Keegan needed but, to keep but his you know foot what? on the, the gas pedal. I definitely felt
1: the same way at Riviera with Burns, where like he was so solid, and then people kind of just outplayed him. So I, I do think that it was there for Keegan to take because, he, I mean, he was at 17 under going into 13. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, you know, if he plays in from there at one under, then he could take yeah. it. But uh, to me, I mean, it's, it's obviously it's a tough course. It's easy course to make bogeys on, make big numbers on. So I, I'm not calling it a joke either. I no, mean, I don't think t- joke.
0: to be perfectly honest, I might be wearing completely different goggles because I picked Bradley uh Saturday night, but I kind of thought he was in the driver's seat. I mean, I, I was kind of in and out, had a cranky daughter uh today, so I was trying to I I coverage is on, but sometimes I get distracted, get hit with a ball in the face or whatever. <laughs> um <laughs> Maybe it was one
1: of those like learner's cars that has two driver's seats. So it's like yeah, really hey, hard sure. to tell. Who
0: and that, then Burns yeah. just took control. <laughs> Um, but yeah, up until then, I kind of thought, you know, the Burns narrative uh, of this year would play out uh, and Keegan Bradley, the more veteran, actually was coming in with decent form. I mean, not spectacular, mm-hmm. but he, he's been playing well, hitting the ball. Well, uh, would prevail down the stretch and yeah, in the water and a double and that kind of quickly changed it. So the third guy that we kind of talked about there was Max Homa. He got a birdie on one, and before these guys even got to the green on one or had a chance to score, he was tied. But then he followed that up with a bogey on three and a bogey on eight and kind of got a, got his way out of it. I'll pass it again to you, Kevin, because you're the you're the Homa guy here. Uh, what, happened yeah. with Homa? what happened with Homa on Sunday? Uh, did you think after that huge put on Saturday that he had, you know, quite a, more momentum coming into Sunday?
2: Absolutely, I did. Um, that was a big... It was a huge hole. Yeah, cause he Yeah. Because I, so... I thought he
1: was in bogey town on, the, on that 18th.
2: <laughs> I would say between uh, midday Friday and the end of the round Saturday. So midday Friday, Max had got himself to, I think through nine holes, he'd got himself to 10 under. So through 27 holes of the tournament. Um, and then he kind of fell back a little bit. Like he was a few clear. That was prior to Burns and Keegan teeing off uh, in the afternoon wave. So Homo was a a couple clear, um, and he ended up falling back to about 8 under par, and I think he maybe finished at 9, maybe 10. Anyways, um, he was further back than it seemed like he could have been with, with he had been dropping bombs early in the tournament. Like he was making unbelievable. Yeah,
1: he, he, I was going to say his potting carried him through, uh, especially the first day when he didn't really have anything else going that great. Like he, it wasn't, his ball striking wasn't bad, but he wasn't lighting it up and he was no, just he was absolutely killing it. With, yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: Um, and then on Saturday, so, you know, he's, he's still, there's, there's a gap between Burns and Bradley um and everybody else including homa and then by the end of saturday with that bomb on 18 and both those guys bogeying 18 he ended up closing like a three shot gap to a mm-hmm. one overnight so yeah i thought you know having having come off coming off of a victory this year with that confidence knowing he can get it done um i definitely thought he was you know i mean i'm a i'm a homer like you're saying but <laughs> i th- I kind of thought he was the one to beat but he he just really didn't get it going today. Like he had, he had that birdie on one. Like you said, I think the bogey on three was a huge momentum killer. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I mean he he had a few pretty good looks right around ten feet for birdie that he missed. Um, kind of mid round yeah. that maybe could have got him, you know, in the right direction. And um, by the time he made, I think he made a, a bogey and a double coming in. It was kind of too too little too late. It was already out of out of reach. But yeah, yeah. Uh, Um, Yeah, he just never really got it going today, unfortunately.
0: Yeah, you can't kind of wait until the last handful of holes to get your scoring in. You kind of just have to hold on, survive with the snake bit. You did kind of have the feeling, though, if it was close, that Oma would be the freest
1: of the three. Um, Yeah. You know, because, I mean, Keegan hasn't won, I think, since 2018. Uh, Burns obviously looking for the first win. Mm -hmm. Oma, you know, he's coming off besides maybe a major the biggest win for him yeah. that he could get uh being his home course at, at the genesis so um if he had been in contention here i think he would have just been like it would have been carefree uh but yeah it, it didn't happen for him
2: uh he, he kind of just didn't have it today at this point this season um it almost seems like in a tournament like this almost kind of playing with house money having already got yeah. the win this year you know like he's he's had a good year regardless of anything else that happens so um, another victory would just be kind of icing on the cake. So I, I mean, maybe I completely free agree. Him up.
0: Anyway. Yeah, I completely agree. And I, I mean, I I will admit I've been wrong on Homa. Kind of I kind of I've admittedly called him kind of you know uh, a PGA pro, like just kind of a he's gonna have his card for a long time and get a couple of wins, but a, a really good pro. But he is continues to impress week in week out, and he might be one of these guys that's that gets pretty high in the official golf ranking, threatens majors. Um, yeah, I think I think I undersold him a little bit, and he's he's proven me wrong in a big way because he keeps showing up again and again. You know, well, and I, I thought
1: maybe his form had fallen off a bit because he had, you know, he played really well uh, even after the West Coast Swing. He played well at, at the concession. He played well at the Arnold Palmer, and then he missed cuts at the at the Players, and then he just missed out in the match play of advancing, and then he missed the cut at the Masters. So I, I but thought all we were maybe were like tight.
2: all those were within a probably they straight, were, but you know? but
1: compared to what he had been doing preceding that, I thought we were like okay, like maybe a little bit of the magic's worn off. You know, we see we see golfers get into month long stretches where they're just kind of on a heater. Uh, yeah, but I think you know maybe we're just seeing that he has a little bit more game uh, than we have seen up until these you know last three or four months. The yeah, thing that would have
2: actually that I started thinking when I saw him in contention is that another win for him this year would kind of make things pretty interesting as far as you know Ryder Cup that kind of thing for yeah. him. Yeah, um, but
0: you know, like Stuart Sings got his ball. You think after a second win, uh, home was going to get his? Is that really? <laughs> <laughs> okay other notables in the field justin thomas <laughs> i mean his ball striking was outrageous led the field led the tournament in off the tee and approach uh strokes gained just i mean his putter was so ice cold guys he had what? a silly tournament it, like it, it, it
1: was a silly tournament okay forever.
0: over to you craig like give us a little jt update here i mean what, what do you take away with that well like absurdly
1: <laughs> leading the field uh both off the tee and on approach um and then, yeah, like, as bad as it can get with the putter. I think he ended up losing over six strokes uh, with his putter while he gained over. I uh, had it open here before, but, uh, you know. Well, tee to green, he was plus 3.3 Three. around. Yeah, around. <laughs> so, um, That's absurd. Yeah, it, it was really absurd. Uh, but... I mean, the takeaway is we've kind of seen spells of, for me at least, we've seen spells of this with JT where his putter, like last summer for a little while, his putter was cold. Maybe not this cold, but kind of kept him when he was in contention from closing the deal. Uh, And I think this is kind of the one thing maybe that is keeping JT from being clear number one in the world. You know, if you want to say that. Uh, If if his putter... (laughs)
0: If you're, I mean, if you're only listening right now, you don't have the video. Kevin and I are both going, mm, with their faces a little bit. Number one in the world. I, Frank, are we saying that? <laughs> Clear well, number one. Is that what we're calling him now? Well, so, so,
1: so we've got, to me, we've got kind of, well, I don't even know. We can talk about DJ in a sec. But to, to me right now, we've got DJ, Rom, and JT are, are a little bit, yeah. in terms of their performance, uh, a little bit up there. Um, and... Rom definitely being the, the better putter, I would say of the three and JT is, is, you know, over the past two years, he's breaking even with his putter. If he could be gaining, meanwhile, he's, he's leading T to green by a, a good amount. So if, if he could be gaining strokes with his putter reliably, Hey, yeah, I so, think you can make a good claim. He, he's locking down the number one spot.
2: So last week, you're pretty big on Rom. So I'd like you to... So Rom, tell me- for me, would
1: be number one it, right okay. now. But right I'm now. saying JT, if JT tightened up his... Like, Rom, over the last two years, is gaining over a half stroke with his putter.
2: Yeah. So where do you and think JT excels beyond Rom, though?
1: Approach. I mean, JT
2: is the best in the world, I'd Yeah, say. He, his... Uh, yeah. I didn't know if you'd recognize <laughs> it as well.
0: <laughs> uh, no, but, I mean, over the last six months, JT's been slightly better putter than... Rom's been absurd. I Rom... I know we're going to a guy that didn't even play the tournament, but his his last stretch yeah, of yeah. golf here has been absurd. He's Rom getting...
2: Rom's short game blows me away every time oh, I everything. see him on TV. It's but you know what? That actually
0: JT's short game.
1: We we're looking through this, and his short game is really really good. It's uh, very crisp. It's just his putter. Like his his around the green play has been great. He was 15th, I think this week in strokes gained around the green. It's just been it's just been the putter that it, it's inconsistent
0: okay well we did have the number one golfer in the world in this tournament dj made the cut my pick to win and then kind (laughs) of did nothing else yeah kevin over to you what what are we taking away from dj after i mean a stellar kind of wraparound and then kind of going cold so well okay let's let's call it what it is dj
2: could he could do this he could miss the cut or he could win just just as easily and there's no rhyme or reason coming in it doesn't matter of his form he just and i i was like okay yeah dj kind of seems like he hasn't done anything for a while he'll probably win that's why i picked him to win like is <laughs> yeah. he, uninspired it is uninspired and that's when dj okay. doesn't Hold win time out that, when does dj inspire
0: you with his words or his actions or anything with his actions man besides like his specific golf shots like come on <laughs> Well, yeah,
1: the guy's a natural with a, with a golf club in his hand.
2: Well, yeah. I, I mean, when he, yeah, anytime he doesn't win, it looks uninspired. But, <laughs> the, like, when he does, you're like, how can he not win every time, Yeah, you know? Well, And, so, and that's yeah. the
1: thing is that, like, he when he is playing his best, he makes it look so easy that when he plays like this, you're like, like, what's wrong? Like, I don't get it. How can he make it look so easy? It and looks then, like he just doesn't then, care. Yeah, is yeah. what
0: is like, what everybody he get a better shot
1: there. We yeah. know we know he gets better shots than that.
0: Where did he even finish? I'm trying. I'm scrolling down. I, I He's found Zach Johnson. Um, t- yeah, T-48.
2: Just to be clear, I'm not saying he doesn't care, but that's the way he looks. And that's what that's the, the slam everybody always has on him is like, why Oh, dude. I mean, you oh. see, DJ doesn't even care. He's just playing out the string here. Yeah. So so unpacking it a little bit more. Uh,
1: he hit the ball fine off the tee. He, he gained almost a stroke around off the tee. His approach play was fine. He, need, he he's better than that, but he you know again almost a half stroke in approach, and then his scoring game was bad. He lost 0.9 per round uh, with his putting and short end around the green play. So uh, yeah, I mean really, DJ when he's hot has even better ball striking numbers than that. I think, but uh, he, I mean he just wasn't converting things. He he wasn't kind of it wasn't crisp. The
2: and other that's... thing is D, DJ can win anywhere, but. Some of these guys, they just see some of these courses better than other ones. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like some of them just fit their eye a little bit more. And I don't know what DJ's history is here, but maybe just this week he. I, I mean, don't think he has hit- a long history. I think he
1: just has no. a, a single start or maybe two starts.
2: He does. You can hit be- the shot you want into these greens, though, you know, and then it, it takes a hard bounce and over the green. And all of a sudden, instead of being tight looking at a birdie, you're trying to scramble for par, right? Yeah. So it, it's. It's really a knife, knife edge that these guys are always playing on.
0: It is interesting, like, the tournament selection that he has because he is not teeing it up next week at Wells Fargo. Um, obviously, he had to what do you the RBC. Which think would be a decent fit for him. I know. He did the RBC Heritage because that's the sponsor. He needs to do that. So it's, it's interesting he didn't go kind of break. And then that one where the other four in the top five are going. Um, I, it's just kind of interesting. I don't know. Why? Maybe he just knows
1: Rory's so dominant there that he's like, why oh, even bother showing up? <laughs> so I'll get this Rose one. Wells Fargo yeah. is back at Quill's Hall. Less than right? twenty minutes in, getting yeah. to Rory.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's a. I mean, not even playing Craig. That's a record. Okay, other guys, uh, notables: Victor Hovland. uh, Back in the top five. Great Sunday. Uh, Craig's showdown uh, must be pretty good. I don't know if we're, that's a tease to later in the show where he's going to tell us that he's...
1: Well, by only one of my showdowns, at least today, that was good because uh, the other ones weren't great. But uh, yeah,
0: he definitely he had a great day today. Uh, four straight turnings outside the top 20. And he got a top five here. So what, what are we thinking of Victor Hovland moving forward here? Go ahead, Craig. He's pretty good. <laughs> well, so I
1: hope... I hope so uh, Victor Hovland was on an absolute heater, like uh, you know, early, early 2021. And then we kind of saw the form falling apart a little bit there. Uh not I mean not horribly, but compared to what he was doing. So man, I'm just hoping. I, I'm 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 becoming such a Victor Hovland fan, uh, that I, I'm just hoping that he is getting back into a little bit of heater come uh, you know. We've got we've got I think tournaments i think he's gonna have a good shot at pga i think he's a good setup i think he, he his game sets up well for us open and pga championship so uh i would love it if he goes into those tournaments with uh, some good form
0: i agree
1: i, I feel like both you guys are, are victor fans as well so it's hard not to we
0: don't need to be three echoes here yeah yeah, yeah. the shirts okay, think- any
1: any any thoughts on the shirts Oh, I loved it.
0: I mean, yeah, me I, I checked out the price, and it was expensive, and I, I can't afford it. But <laughs> I definitely. But did he not wear it Thursday and Friday? Because he was no. I think crew. they were
1: different colors. I think it was the uh, same print, same pattern, different colors.
2: Yeah, Kevin, if you didn't see it,
1: it was a nice floral arrangement.
2: I I was gonna say it didn't make an impression on me, but I'm trying to <laughs> dig into that part of my brain that knows I saw it, but don't really
0: remember <laughs> it. <laughs> if it shows up in the costco rack i'll probably i'll probably get it there
1: <laughs> does kirkland signature make a version
0: but i don't know if it's going to. I, we need to get a golfer that's entirely sponsored by kirkland signature Man, like how got, great they got clubs
1: they got balls we got, got a set up there now
0: imagine you had a kirkland signature ball out there <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the number one golf ball by this guy only.
1: <laughs> that's how they're gonna roll it back they're just gonna make everyone play kirkland signatures yeah, <laughs> Buy <them in> bulk.
0: <laughs> yeah there's, there's, effective. Oh, I love it. Okay, another uh, another. I mean, top twenty guy in the world that we should talk about. Patrick Reed missed the cut. Um, I was on him this week. Kevin, you're shaking your head. What are thoughts on Patrick Reed missing the cut here? I just feel bad
2: for all the people that came to the tournament hoping to see him on the weekend and didn't get to watch him. (laughs) That guy is just choked. (laughs) That guy. That guy.
1: (laughs) Um. Yeah. I, I, so to me, this is kind of Patrick Reed, you know, like he's one of these people that, I mean, I also had backed him in, in DFS this week, but he's one of these guys that like, this is a course that sets up well, it's a good fit for him. There's no reason yeah for him to miss the cut. And you could have just as easily felt like he, he would win this tournament, but you're also, I think equally unsurprised by a missed cut. It's just that sort of where Patrick Reed lives for me that Maybe it's just because yeah. he's not an elite ball striker. He does it with a lot of you know, short game magic and other things that uh, when it when it all clicks, he can be great. But then when it's not, it just
2: well, can be a and, ho-hum miscut. He's another one of these guys that tends to play better at hard courses, I think. And this is a hard course, and he kind of didn't play well at all. So
1: a little bit sprint. Yeah, but I think on that note,
2: this, and maybe it was the time of year, but this
1: course did not play as hard as... That's as, true. I think we we some suspected, years, yeah, yeah. So,
0: yeah, I I mean, I I I can't get Patrick Reed right. He's kind of frustrating because he wins quite a bit, but I feel like I'm off, I'm not on him on the right weeks.
1: Yeah, I mean, I would but. think this court fits him a lot better than Tory Pines, but kind of he, no one was
0: close to him there, and this one he was he missed the cut, you know. So, what do you Something know? Something happened. Plus one on the final nine, nine holes, the Misty Cut. That's Patrick Reed's week. A uh, couple honorable... That's kind of our notables here, Craig. Let, let's talk about some... You got some yeah, guys... Yeah, well, here well so
1: I, I think a few, you know, a few other guys here up on the leaderboard will be chatting as we go through this. But a couple that I don't know if we'll get back to. Uh, Vaughn Taylor, tied for sixth. First top 10 since the 2019 RSM Classic. So, oh, uh, ooh, yeah, that's a good job, Vaughn. Big stretch, yeah. Uh, Troy Merritt uh also t- no no sorry he was tied for eighth uh and it was his first top 10 since the 2020 barracuda opposite field event i think he had another top 20 earlier in 2020 so um yeah
0: good top 10 for him as well there we go a couple of guys sneaking up to be in their top 10s yeah right i don't on. think that gets him into Wells fargo does it i'm blanking now i
1: don't know no i think that's for people who are not pga tour members right
0: that the top right, 10 right, right. gets right, right, you right, right. in yeah I mean, okay, guys, we're kind of zipping through here. I think it's time for three stars. Are we on? We Let's do it, yeah. Three stars? Yeah. Three stars this week. Third star is going to Dean Burmeester on the Tenerife Open we had. We were at the Can- Can- Canary Islands again on the European Tour. Uh, he shot a 62 on Sunday and won by a pretty dominating five strokes. Uh, continues the dominance by South African uh, golfers on the European Tour with them winning four of the last seven events. So third star is Dean Burmeister.
2: Yeah, he, he looked, I tuned in for the last couple holes there. And I mean, he was running away with it at that point. It was pretty impressive stuff.
0: When you have that cushion in 17, 18, it feels pretty comfortable. Right? Yeah. <laughs> second, start, <laughs> second star, guys. It's a throwback. It's a throwback Sunday with this one. Mike Weir.
1: Nice. Woo. Nice. Weirzy.
0: He won his first ever Champions Tour event. Um, I mean, okay, guys, I'm going to be called out here. I I didn't even watch it. I'm going to mess up this name. Insperity Invitational? Is that it? I'm not sure. It's... It was a it was <laughs> a
2: weather shortened event. I know that.
1: Yeah, all I all I remember seeing was was clips of rain falling on, on a golf course all weekend. Well, um, speaking
0: of wet, uh, John Daly got wet on 18, opened the door for Weirzy. Weirzy capitalized. Uh, it's the first professional win since 2007 at the Frys Electronic Open. I want to say PGA Tour event, uh, which has now been involved into the Safeway Open. So it's been a long time. Weirzy's been playing some good golf. made they cut at the Masters in November, uh, but has been playing well on the Champions Tour. Uh, seems to have some confidence and some and been playing well. So, yeah, and I mean the other thing to me that stands
1: out is uh, Weirzy just seems to be like. So, if you don't know already, we're all Canadian, so we have a huge soft spot in our heart for you know Masters winner Mike Weir. But uh, he seems to be in a pretty good place. You know, he, he's talked about how he had been so hard on himself when he wasn't playing well for a while, and he's just. You know, maybe similar to uh, uh, Lee Westwood, he's just, he's out there, he's enjoying it right now. And uh, probably helps that on the chance, like, I mean, distance right now would be if until he he hit 50 distance was such a problem for him on the PGA Tour that he can go out there, he can make birdies, he can compete on the Champions Tour. So I think he's out there, he's enjoying himself, he has had success and, and love to see him break through with this win.
2: Yeah, he was really working on his game, I know, for the last few years there before he turned 50, trying to gear up for those. I mean, on the Champions Tour, obviously the first five, seven years you're eligible or that's when you want to make your money. That's the (laughs) (laughs) goal So, uh, yeah, I think he was really tuning up his game and it's nice to see it paying dividends for sure.
0: And that's your Bernard, right? Yeah. (laughs)
2: It's a 20-year window. (laughs) Um,
0: How's Bernard now? I don't know. It's gotta he's got to be well
2: 60s, sixty. Though. I want to say sixty-four.
0: I'll look it up. I, I think he's right around there because, yeah. I think he um, missed the
2: cut at the Masters in April, though. So means... sixty-three, turned sixty-four yeah. this summer.
0: Maybe he, maybe Weirs uh, was a little inspired by Brooke Brooke Henderson got the win. Yeah, we just backed it up. Yeah, good stretch. We talked about the South Africans. You know, it's a good, good stretch, stretch of Canadian golf right now. Really Corey, good stretch. Rory McKenzie. Golf. I guess uh, maybe Ligic. somebody else's turn. Turn? <laughs> Who we got? We <laughs> Yeah. All right. First star leaves the door wide open for Sam Burns. Uh, great win. First BJ tour win. Uh, I was looking back. I feel like Sam Burns has been a popular topic on the pod, but going back just recently, I could only find a couple mentions in our stock up, stock down. So he was stocked down for me after the players championship where we got plus 13 in the first two days. But maybe that was a little bit of uh, motivation. Is see <laughs> one of these
1: guys we've been we've been sniff snapped with?
0: But Kevin called him out as a stock up after the Genesis, you know, get him you know, inspired after, you know, maybe not pulling through at the Genesis. Kevin Kevin kept it, you know, going in the right direction. He was thinking he was going in the right direction. Right, and, kind
2: of, what's that? And I gave oh. him a stock up last week. Oh, did you? Stalk- oh. oh, yeah. I thought that's where you're going with that. I- no, I
0: completely missed that.
2: <laughs> I gave him a stock up after the uh, Zurich.
0: Oh, you I- know why? You know what happened? He- I was comparing his results on the official world golf ranking with our podcast going through our notes. And the Zurich doesn't the show Zurich's up. Not so on, on there. Yeah. To- <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and no, I don't have ai have a, mem- I have a he- six-day memory, so that's out.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, he carried uh, him and Billy's team. So I gave him a stock up for that. And I thought... Um, and for putting up with Billy for the weekend. Putting up with Billy. I mean, this was like <laughs> a breeze for him.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah, Kevin. Um, no, I you're I, right, man. I was uh, a little bit surprised that he, he popped as soon as he did, but great to see it.
0: Yeah. Clearly, a, yeah, clearly you should be giving stock tips. You're his hype man now. You're his official hype man. You I hope him so, tour. yeah. Hype him up. Max is going to be a little bit jealous, I think.
2: I know. Move it's time for me talking. to give Move Max a little Max. bump.
0: uh but i mean this one's that echoing what craig said uh he had been top five at the halfway mark of tournaments five times this season so starting out really strong finally got it done got his first win first star sam burns
1: good i mean i I think (laughs) we've 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 got her covered on sam burns well deserved uh love to see it I, okay, do guys. you guys think
2: though that for the trophy they should just have one of those paint cans they have for tea markers yes. i love those
0: <laughs> but like full of paint right it's gotta be like for
2: sure for sure full of paint i you can you imagine the, the carnage if that was on a real golf course with like regular everyday hackers <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, i've had a tea marker before on tea, a we all in front have
2: me. <laughs> full of paint, full of paint.
1: Over one. i
0: leave the, I'll
2: leave the cap open
0: or like no. Marikawa, when you're lifting the paint can trophy and it falls off and you got like yellow paint on the green. <laughs> oh. Why didn't we pick green paint? <laughs> it was right there. Yeah, it was, oh, it's right there in front of us. I like that. I think we got to do that. Okay, <laughs> moves us on to our DFS pick segment. This is our pick grid that we send out on Twitter every Wednesday. Follow us on Twitter at Golf. I mean, looking through here, I think uh, Craig kind of had the, the best week here, but let's, let's just go through it a little bit. Winner uh, for me, Epic Sun JM. He came 29th. Kevin won Dustin Johnson, 48th. Craig won JT, T13. All middling, kind of just ho ho move pass out, unless you guys want to talk about anyone specifically.
1: No, I'm just trying to quickly get the uh, numbers into the, the one and done here so that we can make sure we know how much I'm. Up oh, by. we got it.
0: Okay, <laughs> you go away. I'll try to, you try to beat before I get there. Sleeper. Great one with Chris Kirk, who had a triple bogey on his penultimate hole on Friday and missed the yeah, cut. That no was ugly. Patent was my sleeper. I felt like he was going to win it after whatever it was, like 16 holes on Thursday. I thought I was in the money with 151 on Pat and Kazire, but ended up T60. And I was pretty Kevin, sure
2: Charles was going to win.
0: Josh Charles Kevin, was going to win
2: after Friday afternoon when he got himself to 7-under, I believe, and It was right there in the thick of
0: it. Right there, finished T21. That is the best sleeper, though, of the week from the three of us. Uh, For fades, I mean, we got the classic fade bump. We tried to fly close to the sun. A few of us got burnt. Kevin won with Abe Answer with fifth. I won with Louis Usezen for a T8. And Craig had the best fade of the week, for sure. Dawson Johnson, T48. Was it an easy one picking on the guy that's kind of slumping right now? I don't know. That's for you guys to decide. Oh, the number
1: one in the the world? Would you not give me that as a fade? (laughs) The, the problem so is I the... yeah, I'll keep fading him too, I feel like, right now.
0: Wow. For the PGA? I, I, I think, I think that's the next time, time we see him,
1: eh? That
0: might be the next time we see him.
1: Paulina's out wedding dress shopping, so.
0: Is that why you're fading him?
1: Yeah. He's stressed, man. I know I, I know that? money's not really an issue, but
0: I got, that... my, I got my birdies out there and I'm I I'm tracking. I'm Adam always gives the social
1: media whoever's stories are, are, are trending what's going on in the social media world so it really comes in handy
0: yeah and one and done let's talk one and done so let's go oh from-
2: I know where it was from it was from Doug Gims it, were they was it being dry cleaned <laughs> no no it, <laughs> she was shopping
0: <laughs> uh, okay, okay. Uh, I All like right. that that's a deep one <laughs> Okay, <laughs> that's a deep
1: cut there.
0: <laughs> From third to first, one and done. I went with Corey Connors. Uh, kind of seemed like a safe one. He was T21. That will get me what, Craig? What did that give me this week?
1: Uh, that Oh, that gives you 65,000.
0: Mm, not too happy about that. Kevin went with Jason Kokrak. T13, nice finish for Kokrak. Where that, would where'd that go?
1: 127,000. Yeah, Six he fingers. kind of
2: faded there on... Saturday, Sunday, he was looking good for a bit. Yeah, he was. Uh, but okay. again, the leader puts a little more space.
1: Yeah, uh, Lou Yuste is one hundred sixty-seven thousand. Feel like Not... I feel like Lewis Hamilton out there. You guys are changing your tires, trying to get fastest laps, and I'm just pulling further and further away. Come on,
0: go right over Adam's head. But that reference means nothing to me. <laughs> but I feel like I was a compliment.
2: So, what's actually happening is in the championship race here, you guys have both had your Grand Prix victories with wins, and I haven't ha- I'm just check- putting along, getting good, solid finishes. We'll see. You're, if you're still in last. So. <laughs> I'll, I'll hit my win at some point here.
1: Ooh. Yeah, it, there's still, I'd say we're just past halfway. So,
0: I think really? if we do like one and done for the Olympics and Kevin gets his win there, but it's actually no monetary value. Oh. Like, <laughs> shoot but it's like put, really
2: but you can't put a price on a gold medal no. on olympic glory yeah
0: the pride yeah. for your country kevin think about that okay so what's our update here it looks like i ugh, craig is at 5.4 million i am somehow managing to hold on to second at 4.5 million 000 away from craig we need a win here kev and kevin's right right behind me at 4.4 4 million we got some majors left i'm not worried we got a few majors. I got There's going to be some major... big decisions here in the next few months.
2: Major
1: guys right.
0: in my pocket still?
2: Yeah, I think Craig's he's up quite a, f- quite a bit of his arsenal there. So I think I'm he's got DJ still left, up but he's obviously not high
1: on form. DJ. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I might have missed my shot on DJ here.
0: <laughs> I don't know when to pull DJ. I might, I might so... not even
1: play him. I might even just...
0: <laughs> I am so in my head about DJ about missing out on DJ. I almost like I almost just came out of nowhere on Wednesday and pulled DJ this week. Thank <laughs> goodness I didn't. Oh man. I, I feel lost with DJ. I don't know what to Yeah. Mean. I got a good one for the US Open though. Whoo, that is primed and locked and loaded and ready to go. It's gonna it's gonna blow your guys' mind. I can't wait. <laughs> yeah. Edge in <Into> my <laughs> chair. I'm on pins and needles. <laughs> okay, I think that uh, goes to our good bets, bad bets, red bets, green bets. Actually, before that, I want to talk about European Tour races to buy. Update, Darren Kane uh, took home the weekly win. He had Adri oh, I'm going to mess up this name, uh, even though we talk about him almost every week. Adria Arnaus. Is that right, Craig? Adria Arnaus? Yeah, yeah, something Adriarnos. like that. He was eighth, he was his captain, so he took home the win. Colm Brown is still the lead. He's a long leader right now. I have to say, I don't know what happened to me this week in terms of points, but
1: I was pretty disappointed because I went in there to try to change my roster. And yes, I left it too late, but it locks like
0: midnight. Oh, before.
1: It, it locks like well before. So I thought you have, you know, till something like close to... First It's Close to T off time. But uh, no, it, just in case, in, case you're, in case you're out there in the future, uh, it locks early. So I got the, the rollover where it plugs in random guys for your people who aren't playing. And they're like...
0: <laughs> and you didn't get lucky with... you know, didn't get
1: right. And then I think I had Rosner who, who just blew
0: up. It was, it was ugly. Rosner. Okay, anybody have some uh, for this segment?
2: No, I had one bet this week. It was Max Homa to win. So he at, tried? At, 50 to, at 50 to 1. So, you know, at least out it was ten? interesting. It was fun. I'd spend the money already because I figured it was a done deal. But,
1: <laughs> um, yeah, no, I had a I had a good day on. Let me think. Saturday showdowns. Just missed, man, I, I missed out on. I, I... My combinations, I had two, two lineups that were both high caches, but one of them still had Lucas freaking Glover in it, who, if you weren't paying attention, was plus six on Saturday. So the oh, fact geez. that it was a high cache with him in it, you could imagine how good everyone else in the lineup was. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, so that, uh, that covered. But, I, you know, I lost tourney long. Um, not, not a bad week, but, but yeah, definitely could have been better.
0: Yeah, I kind of had a stinker, to be honest, the whole week. showdown. My, like my tournament way.
1: long sucked.
0: I got I got some in showdown, but tournament long was kind of brutal. Even though I feel like my, my core team was, was pretty good. Um but yeah, that, that Friday afternoon in terms of DFS golf, uh was one of the worst we've had. We talked about it on our on our Friday show with the guys kinda popping out of the cut. Um yeah. Yeah, it, a lot, a lot of stuff. people
1: a lot of people missed cuts there. Uh that that killed tourney Longs.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um, let's talk some oh
1: no, no no yeah that's it. It, it this is just for me this is you know uh, both i think me and you had profitable weeks a week before this is just one of those ones where you're paying your taxes make it make sure you got good bankroll management so you're not going broke on these weeks and uh yeah, yeah. on Come to
0: wells up. fargo it's a it's a long game <laughs> on on, long to, game. on to wells fargo <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah guys stock up stock down who wants to kick it off craig is that you? You're going yeah, first? Yeah, sure. I'll, I'll go. Uh, so, you know, we've spoken about him already. I've got Victor Hovland going up.
1: I think I was, you know, I didn't have him tournament long. Uh, so I think that's why this is a, a clear stock up for me. But I was starting to think that that potentially the the form had fallen off. You know, we, we saw such good play from him early this year. Uh, he had a string there where he one two three four five six times he was in the top six in seven tournaments and then yeah. he had you know four straight tournaments where his best finish was at 21st and the other ones weren't weren't even close to that good so um i'm hoping i'm hoping this is a corner turn i think it is uh, you know he, he did well in all facets of the game so uh it's a stock out for me I, i'm i'm jumping quickly back aboard the victor hovland bandwagon
0: I I have nothing else to say except for I absolutely am as well. I play a little you, bit. You him, never you never got off, did you? I, no, don't think I, I never, never got, got off. off. No, no way. I'm, I'm, I'm so just a fickle fair weather
1: guy, I guess.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, going
1: down for me, Russell Henley. You know, he was coming uh, uh, to uh, top tens in two of his last threes coming into the week. Uh, I think like a, like a lot of people, I I liked him this week. There's not a whole lot of reason not to like him. I I think. Yeah. Uh, just. Really didn't play that well. I, I think that I, I'm really struggling with Russell Henley because he is very much a hot and cold guy where, uh, you know, he is getting he is getting up there and he's getting good finishes. But he also like this. There's no reason that should have been a miscut. This this course, I think, s- sets up well for right. him. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it, it's a stock down. I, I mean, I always I, th- I feel like we always come back to his ball striking, especially his approach play. Uh, so yeah, it's just something we'd like to see a little bit more consistency on. I think.
0: Yeah, it's fair. All right, Kevin. Moving up, moving down. Who you got? Um, I have uh, a couple guys
2: that you know are a little bit off my radar typically, um, but moving up this week, I have Camilo Vijegas. So he's maybe on my radar a little bit more as like a nostalgic slash uh, feel good story, sentimental sort of, um, sentimental exactly. Um, but if you look at what he's done, in the last kind of five tournaments he's been in, mm-hmm. he's had one miscut in Punta Cana. Um, but Honda classic T eighth, uh, Valero, Texas open T 17th, RBC heritage T 25th. And then he just had a T 11 this week. So, you know, that's, that's four top 25s in his last five tournaments, um, wow. one top 10, yeah. one close to top 10. You can't deny
1: that form anymore. It's it's not an aberration. It's
2: it's solid. And I think he's getting to the point where he's probably not really being looked at as a you know, he he's solidly in that sleeper category still, but he's showing like solid finishes Mm -hmm. right now. So if you're looking for you know, a six of six lineup with a somebody he's maybe on the cheaper so side. So cheap, yeah. yeah. Like he's he's right there. He's somebody to consider. Um, you know, obviously before that he was coming off some pretty poor play, but you know maybe he's got something figured out here and he's he's got a few finishes now to uh, to show that consistency. So somebody to keep my eye on, anyways. I like um, it. Yeah. So I then third the stock up. you third that oh thank you thank you um and you know like i mean some of the times i give these stock ups and the guys win the next week so i'm just throwing that out there it's a trend uh, <laughs> it's no, right no, now it, it's a trend it, it, it <laughs> is a trend to if one. we're doing stock up stock down on our stock up stock downs i should be on your the stock, stock is right. up. <laughs> oh. um, my stock down is somebody that i honestly have never had a very good feel about but you guys are always talking about him it's Cam Davis
1: I would say especially Adam but yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I, do, I do jump on uh, every once in a
2: while so Cam I'm... Davis he, he missed a cut this week he's only got one top 30 finish in his last 6 starts so like where is this you say you let's the know... <laughs> well, yeah like I'm, I'm just waiting for it I keep noticing his name on the leaderboard and is never very high up there <laughs> Um, well I'm just searching kinda... for
0: your picks Ooh. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah there's a reason I'm scrolling down but... <laughs> no I just you know again these guys Cam Davis is probably like well he is higher ranked in the world than Camilo Vejegas, but he's just maybe different expectations for somebody like Cam Davis right like, like Adam has told me he, <laughs> there, he's got all the talent in the world um, I'd just like to see it kind of play out more often and and result in higher finishes and right now it just doesn't seem to be so um let's go cam yeah. a little, little bump yeah, here he's fallen down the cameron rankings uh pretty good
0: i'd
1: say in the last month couple months
0: who's above him who surpassed well, cam him? smith
1: uh, yeah, the guy. Sure. I feel like you're gonna be talking about moving on. Like, do you want the natural segue, or I was trying to set you up there? But I
0: I forgot who I was talking about. No, I was, <laughs> I, was, I was fixated on Cameron Davis's. I'm I'm looking at his previous results here, and I because I, I feel like I have to go to bat for my ball. I was
1: gonna say you're just so rattled about this. I, I Davis so
0: But you just scroll through his official little golf ranking, and it gives you kind of all the tours here, and it it's a handful of missed cuts. But I I have fallen in love with his swing and with like his potential mm-hmm. um but it's at a certain point i mean he's got he got a third at the amex way back at the start of the year besides that it, like got a top 20 at pebble yeah i mean I, I still i i feel like i want to play him especially on these longer courses coming up uh if he's on in the field but it might just be like i now that i'm thinking about it i don't know if i've lost more money rostering a guy than cameron davis this year like <laughs> I don't know, like as I play him pretty much every week, but I have been playing Sam Craig. Well, Craig can back me up on this, Sam Burns. I've been yeah, playing yeah. that almost week we, in. Week we out. we group
1: those two together a lot. You know, we we talk about how they get the boatloads of potential they both have and that they will break through here. Um, I I do think that you know I I agree. I think with the stock down because I think maybe we oh, are yeah. a little bit high on him. Um, but he, he what he does well are you know like he's he's tenth off the tee strokes gained he's good on approach he's he you know he's he's top 60 i think that has fallen some um but But, yeah his ball he's such a good ball striker and and i think that's the reason that we kind of feel like he he does pop um but yeah i do think it's definitely a a pump the brakes
0: i hope this
2: doesn't throw too big of a wrench into your us open one and done plans adam
0: (laughs) (laughs) it doesn't but you know i mean Going back to the West Coast, closer to Australia, maybe, you know, more windy conditions. There's things alike. It's, it's a Pacific Ocean play. He is a Pacific Ocean play, for sure. Um, but no, that's not, you didn't, you didn't find that nugget there. You, <laughs> I, could, I could see you searching. You keep keep digging. Yeah, keep digging. Okay, moving up. Here's a segue. Am I moving up? Cameron Trangali. <laughs> ah, there All it right. is. There we go. Finished T3. And I'm going to go down a little bit of a rabbit hole here, guys, but stay with me for a second because this is good. (laughs) Chingali is 33. 33. He's 33 years old. He's been a tour regular since 2010, playing at least 22 events every year except for pandemic year 2020. Uh, He has three second-place finishes in his career or third-place finishes in his career. He's made $13.7 million. And after this week, and this is from adam shoot at golf week he has officially become the golfer who has earned the most pga money without winning an event i mean
1: that's a that's a like stat you never want to have but at the same time there's worse things to yeah. have and your name clear, on you know
0: like recent bias to with oh yeah with how much purses have grown yeah yeah
1: but but, but yeah like it's better than being some guy who hasn't won and is not the one who's made the most money <laughs>
0: Yeah. So if you're like hanging out with a bunch of golf friends and you want to have like a fun fact, you could pull the Tringali fact. I don't know. It's fun fact. You. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you guys, uh, fun fact. For um, but coming in, he had a 13th at Honda. He had a ninth at Valero uh, T3. Here, another guy I, I love to play in DFS. Um, would love to see him get his win. But now he is. Well, no, he. I mean, he's in his early 30s. He's got. He's playing really well. Uh, I'd love he's to see him get it this year still. because he's. He's trending really well. He's he's been playing well and yeah he is rich yes he's rich, rich. <laughs>
1: um i i was actually thinking coming into this week i'm like man cameron guy like it can he keep this up is he playing above his head and i've i've kind of felt this way for a little while but i'm still riding the wave so i'll i think i've just accepted i'm gonna ride ride the wave till it crashes and, and you know i'll i'll, I'll be a if it crashes and you and you have a bad week on him he he's he's done well for so long that that I feel like he deserves to to be continu- continue as a play
0: coming into this week it did feel like kind of the veteran Sam Burns of like can he like will he pull it down like get the win coming down the stretch on Sunday um which still remains to be seen for Chingali but I know I kind of missed what he did at the end there but he was playing pretty well in the middle of his round he was playing really well. Oh. He missed a putt, I want to say, on 13. One of the par threes on the back yeah, nine. He that had, he he had kind of on a couple of 13, 15 threes. there. Yeah. Yeah. And then I think he birdied 18 to kind of get his final. Yeah, right. that's right.
1: But you know what? So, good. I mean, he was 68 on Sunday. He, he, he moved up the leaderboard. Um, yeah, no, a good tournament, a good, uh, a good day.
0: So, guys, moving down. Ah, this one stings a little bit. Antoine Rosner uh, playing on the European Tour. Because of his salary, he was, I mean, he's the most expensive guy in European tour DFS this week. He was my first pick on a New York DFS show. I just said, if it's not broken, don't fix it. In his last eight events, he had two wins and six top 20s. So six top 20s in eight events. He hadn't missed a cut in 15 events. And he just, the wheels came off in like a dramatic fashion, which I still, I haven't really dug too much, but I haven't found out why, but on the third hole of the day on Thursday, he carded a nine on a par five. And then like his tournament was shot. Um, But even removing that score, he's only one under through the rest of his 36 holes. The cut was a resort course. This is a resort course. The cut, you had to be minus four or better to make the cut. He was still only minus three. If you took that (laughs) nine away. Um, So yeah, he, he missed the cut. He finished 129th. I don't know if I've seen a golfer in recent memory with such good form performed so badly, I, it's like the DJ eighty almost. But he, I feel like he didn't even have good form coming into that. Uh, yeah. So Rosner is my stock down. He just tricked me on that one this week. <laughs> <laughs> Fool me once. Well, <laughs> see what he's if he's playing next week. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay,
0: well, guys, I think that kind of wraps up our Valspar. Co- couple, I, need... I got a couple that we didn't. Yeah, get I got too. a couple
1: things
2: too. So um, go ahead, Craig.
1: Just real quick, uh, Abe answer fifth place, good week. You know, uh, he, uh, Adam, I think he was a pick of yours going into yeah, the bet. week. Uh, had been you, you kind of spoke about how he's been getting a lot of kind of top 25s, top 20s. Uh, this, I think, I want to say it's his best finish in a little while, but uh, still looking for that breakthrough win. Um, but this, I think, is on the right path. And then Joaquin Neiman, another guy, uh, you know, a little bit lower in the top 10. He was tied for eighth, but... Good week, not a great week. He was one over uh, on Sunday, so I'm sure he would have liked to finish a bit stronger. Uh,
2: but, yeah. you know, good week for Joaquin. Uh, maybe he's getting a little bit of form here. Um, I wanted to move over to the LPGA, where the HSBC Women's World Championship was being held in Singapore. Um, Heeju Kim came storming back today, or I guess it was actually yesterday. Um, or in the middle of the night she, shot, <laughs> she shot it was, a, it. Whatever it was Whatever it was Shot a final round 64 to come from 5 Ooh. back um, Ultimately 1 by 1 Posted um, And watched Hannah Green Who was actually up by 1 With 2 holes to play Go bogey bogey With I think 2 3 putts um, To play herself out of it um, Patty Tanakit uh, the recent yeah. major winner. winner. She fired yes. a final round sixty five to finish in a T three with NB Park, who was the uh, tied for the fifty four hole leader. Yeah. Um and she NB, NB Park shot a final round seventy to uh, finish in T three there. So, um, yeah, I didn't get to watch much of it as it was in the middle of the night. Interesting note about Heeju Kim. She in her third round had she fired an even even uh, round seventy-two, she had six birdies, six pars, and six bogeys. I don't know how often that <laughs> happens. But uh-huh. She really? obviously, you know, she was she was saying that most of her bogeys were from short, short uh, miss putts, and she just needed to focus more on the on the uh, on the short putts. And obviously, she did that. She went bogey-free sixty-four on Sunday to win it. So, um, got something straightened out there.
0: And this is the first of two events uh, in across Singapore, I believe so yes.
2: are they both in Singapore?
0: I'm not 100 percent sure no not either. but I did see uh did you guys see the highlight of Lydia Co uh, go like off the off her competitor's ball to get the eagle and in the yes uh, I on 18 yeah, yeah a little ping pong action, yeah. that's cool. That. Take it how you can get it. <laughs> yeah okay does that do it i feel like i, got, I feel like you guys said a couple things each but i i've that's it that's what we got i think that's, that's that, I, that clears me out yeah that's what wells we got. fargo next week pretty strong feel wells fargo next week uh yeah good feel quail hollow um for the top five as you said teen it up the dj will not be there but we've got a lot of big names it'll be a good one uh our preview is already out on youtube so go check that out Thank you for listening to our podcast. Make sure to rate and review. As we say, if you review, we're going to put it at the top of the show. You know, yeah, put something clever in there. We'll put it right at the top and everyone will listen to it. We'll see if it is (laughs)
1: clever. And yeah,
0: I, I also, I was looking at some of our podcast stats guys charlotte north carolina was our most downloaded spot so there's someone on the p someone pga tour pro is a big Grand Sand golf fan telling all the friends and family that's already well over as, there. Well, as
1: far they, yeah they're out there getting early practice
0: i guess and it might be kevin stock up stock down you know either that you know and is it going to be me or do i need to kind of get revenge on this guy <laughs> <laughs> i'm just saying it's our most downloaded spot They're looking for that extra boost the they're
1: looking for that yeah <laughs> A the confident builder going his into the week? His... Maybe it's Rory. It must
0: <laughs> Yo, Greg, don't you would love that one.
1: Yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll see what my one and done pick is this week. We, you never know. You never know.
0: Uh, yeah, thank you for listening. Check, check, check out the to...
1: preview video for how good Rory is at this golf course. Check
0: out her preview video. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Grandstand Golf. Thank you, everybody, for listening, and we'll see you again next week. Take care.
1: Yeah, have a good Take week, care, guys. Everybody. Be safe.